It was a glittering and fantastic spectacle. The St. Charles Theatre blazed with gaslight from the great Gothic chandeliers of wrought iron with their milk-glass globes. The wooden floor that had been laid over the parquet area had been waxed to a high gloss that reflected not only the warm pools of light, but also the white-plastered pillars with their gilded decorations of encanthus leaves, the crimson velvet of the stage curtain, the urn-shaped balustrades of the boxes, and the lyre designs in the domed ceiling. Silken streamers of red and green and gold had been looped from the dome down to the upper tier of boxes. They swayed gently in the rising heat given off by the burning gaslights, as if moving in time to the measured lilt of the waltz being played by the orchestra. Dancers whirled around the floor clad in silk and velvet and lace, and with their eyes gleaming with pleasure through the slits of the masks covering their faces. Here a girl garbed as medieval lady with pointed, veil-draped headpiece was partnered by a Bedouin in flowing robes. There a monk, with a cross swinging about his knees, was paired with a lady in the guise of a Vestal Virgin. Promenading on the arm of one of Iberville's dragoons was a lady with a powdered coiffure and a red ribbon about her neck, denoting an aristocrat of the French Revolution. Cloth of gold shimmered. Feathers floated and drifted from headdresses. Stones of paste vied in sparkle with the restrained glint of real jewels. The air smelled of perfume, with also a faint hint of camphor, in which many of the costumes had been packed away until this Mardi Gras season. There was also the subdued roar of merriment and conversation in voices lifted to carry above the music. Over the gathering hung a faint air of daring, a sense of risque pleasure, as discreet flirtations were conducted behind the anonymity of concealing disguises. Anya Hamilton, watching the crowd from where she stood against one of the great columns that supported the dress circle boxes, smothered a yawn. She allowed her dark lashes with their auburn tips to close. The smoke and the smell of partially burned gas from the lights were giving her a headache, or perhaps it was the tightness of the tie of her accru satin demi-mask. The music was too loud, though the hollow shuffle of feet on the temporary wood floor, combined with the chattering of voices, nearly drowned it out. It was still early in the evening, but there had been too many late nights for Anya in the past weeks. This was her fifth bal mask since coming to New Orleans shortly after Christmas, and she did not care if it was her last, though she well knew there were nearly two weeks more of them to go, before the blessed respite of Ash Wednesday.